Meditation means peace with God. Now you're not going to find that in Hebrew or the Greek or anything. I'm speaking of the meaning of it. Um, what it represents. And you cannot meditate unless you have peace with God. Are you guys with me? So listen. In fact, go with me to... Where is it now? Genesis chapter number 26 verse 3. Was that the one I read now out of the prosperity one? Just put Genesis 26 verse 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the one I'm looking for. Huh? I don't know. Go next one. Next verse. Is it verse 12? No, that's what we just read now. I'm looking for the one where Isaac went out and meditated. Genesis 26 verse somewhere. Get it to me quickly. Sorry, I don't have that in my note. Sorry? 2463. Okay, I missed that one. 2463. Genesis 2463. Listen to this. And Isaac went out to meditate. Say with you to meditate to Hagar in the field at the eventide, at the eventide, and he lifted up his eyes. Mm. Listen, I'm not even going to get into my notes if I have to preach on this. Are you guys with me? And Isaac went, this is the first scripture, we're speaking about meditate, but not where it is indicating Meditation. Meditation already happened before this, if you look at the patriarch. So if you look at your Jewish rabbis, the way they would pray scripture. Are you guys with me? They would chant the scripture. They would be in a posture of meditation. I'm not speaking of the lotus posture or whatever, uh, posture or whatever that is. I'm speaking of usually, this is by custom now, so please don't go do it, you're almost so. But this is what they would do. It was the, the body would just begin to move. In a, uh, in a movement because they, and they would sit, many of them would sit and meditate by chants, quoting this Torah over and over and over. And they would just sit like this because the Holy Spirit would come upon them and it would make their body to move, but it would take them into a meditative state. You cannot do it without the Holy Ghost. You will find if you're in our prayer meetings, and many of you, how do you feel when you pray in tongues? It's like you just begin to swing automatically. Are you guys with me? That's like the first, first, first steps. It means that if you really pray properly and you're praying in the Spirit and your mind, the Bible says that your mind is not fruitful. Am I right? When you pray in tongues. Do you know you switch from gamma to beta, I think gamma is the wake. Maybe can you help me? Do you know what gamma, beta? Yeah, gamma is when you wake up. Am I right? Beta is like when you are awake, I think. Then alpha is like before you fall asleep. I might be correct, you can help me. But uh, alpha might be like just before you fall asleep. Now that meditative zone puts you into a place, it makes your mind unfruitful. 
I'm not saying empty your mind in meditation. I'm saying when you speak in tongues, the scripture says your mind becomes fruitful, unfruitful. The mind is unfruitful because your state of mind is changing to shift into what we call the alpha state, sleep state, sleep cycle. Did you get it? Is it alpha? I don't want to read an article. You can just tell me what does it say? There we go. So alpha is creativity and daydreaming. It is the brainwave. You can sit in the classroom and it feels like you daydream and you're completely out and you daydreaming. How many of you know I told you daydreaming is a vision? If your Holy Spirit filled, filled with the Word and you are a Christian, it is a vision. But that is the state that you go into if you pray in a meditative state. Quoting the Scripture, praying in tongues, taking the Scripture, hagaring the Scripture, imagining, ponder on it, mutter, roar. Are you guys with me? You go into a meditative state of an alpha brainwave that is like a daydreaming state. Prophets prophesy out of that. And prophets who stays in the Spirit stays in alpha all the time. Are you guys with me? So it says, And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the eventide. At the eventide, sorry. And he lifted up his eyes. With a phrase, lifted up his eyes. Means that he opened his spiritual eyes. Everywhere in Scripture, where the phrase is used that his eyes was lifted. It is an opening of spiritual eyes. I'll show you another place. Are you guys with me? In fact, this is right throughout Scripture, this phrase used. So he was meditating. So he meditating. So meditating caused something to happen. His spiritual eyes to open. Where Paul says, Give unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation, that the eyes of my understanding, that my spiritual eyes will become enlightened. Mm. Are you guys with me? How does it become enlightened? The Word carries light. The Bible says, With the entrance of my Word, it bringeth forth light. But I need to have this Word with revelation. Are you guys with me? I need to have this Word with revelation. He says, I pray to my God that He will give you the spirit of wisdom, Sophia, and revelation, Apocalypsis. So all these people say, oh, there's no spirit of... Even this, this, this theologian went on TV against us, if you guys watch the show. And he's like, there's no such thing as a spirit of Sophia in the Bible. Have you ever read your Bible? You're a theologian or an Domini somewhere from, 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 from Unisa. I can show you about five places where the Bible says that it's the spirit of wisdom, spirit of Sophia. And then a part I can tell you that Jesus is the Sophia of God. They do all TV show and an article that a lesbian wrote. I mean, seriously. So you need to have the word with revelation that brings light so that your eyes can be lifted. Are you guys with me? So when he was in the fields and he meditated, he lifted his eyes. So the next time you read, he lifted his eyes. You read, he opened his spiritual eyes. He looked through his other set of eyes. Where's the scripture? Put it up. 
he lifted up his eyes and saw and behold the camels were coming mm, I don't know if you guys are with me say with you the camels are coming now this is a whole another uh, a whole nother thing which I just need to see that I'm not jumping myself no I'm actually not so so the camels are coming listen the word camel in the Greek Hebrew is Hebrew is what we call Gamil okay it is speaking and another thing speaking of transport which I'll get to just now but right now it is it is first speaking of prosperity Are you guys catching what I am saying or not catching what I'm saying? If this revelation doesn't drop, I don't know what's going on with you. I don't know. Because we're giving you the key to see everything I have today. I found it this way. Sometimes I called it the secret place before I knew the art of that. I'm actually the art, doing the art of meditation. New Ages calls it a vision board. We don't call it that. Are you guys with me? I have a vision board in here. And I have a journal that I write. But everything I have today is because I was in a place where I meditated on the Lord. A secret place. And I'll see the house we'll have one day. And I remember we were looking at houses and I never wanted a house where I look into another house with all due respect I just thought like you know if I'm gonna have a prayer room now I must sit there and somebody's gonna peep in from another house so I didn't want a house that was and, and God gave us a house ex to the T that what we wanted from there I can go on feel like this one after the other after the other that came through this secret he went and meditate number one in the field at the even tide there's another secret When things are silent, when things are calming down, it is in the stillness that God dwells. And he lifted, he opened up his spiritual eyes. The meditation helped him. And his eyes of his understanding be enlightened with the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Because he's quoting scripture and muttering and imagining and, and pondering and roaring. And, but he's in a meditative posture as he's seeking the face of God alone at even tide his spiritual eyes open and he saw so with me he saw only once his spiritual eyes was open he saw something spiritual he saw that the camels or let me change it he saw his prosperity coming towards him which means it's a way and a secret to get prosperity into your life mm. are you guys with me Obviously, give me a scripture where King David says, I meditate in your word day and night. I meditate in your Lord day and night. I think it's Psalm 119 or Psalm 101. <laughs> hey? Uh, 119, 147. Psalm 119. This one is also fine. Um, definitely not 119, 140. Next part, next verse. 
no, no, no. We'll use this one, then we'll use the one you had on first. My eyes prevent the night watches that I might meditate in thy word. Go to the first one you guys had. On. No, the first one you guys had on. Psalm, no, that, there's one with I'm looking for that's Psalm 100. But go Psalm 1 verse 2 in the meantime. Let me have it here somewhere. No, I don't have it yet. But there's one that says, I meditate on your Lord day and night. Not the, there's another one in Psalm over 100 somewhere, but it's fine. Hmm? On your precepts. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. So say sorry, Leon. Okay, thanks. Psalm 119, 97. Psalm 119, 97. What am I doing? I'm just giving you some scriptures on meditation. Is that okay? Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Say with me, all the day. Everywhere I am, King David is saying, I meditate. Go next verse. Let's just see what the next verse says. If it's anything interesting. Though through thy commandments has made me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. Meditation will give you wisdom. Are you guys with me? So let me, I, I want to give you things that meditation does. Let's, we got about 20 minutes left. I want to give you the keys of what meditation does and how this works. So you understand the kind of like foundation of meditation. Listen, another example, Enoch was walking with God, the Bible says. Now when you walk, the Bible says, how can two walk together unless they agree? So they were in full agreement and peace when Enoch walked with God. But he was in such a meditative state and posture that when he was walking with God, because when God's presence comes upon you, scientifically you go into a meditative state. Your brain waves shift, it is proven. Even when you pray in tongues, your brain activity and your brain wave shifts. Are you guys with me? So he was continually in that place until the Bible says that God is for Enoch was not, for God suddenly took him. Are you guys with me? You know, people are trying to accurate, uh, to, 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 to predict the accurate timing of the rapture. Here we have a man who was raptured already, simply because of how much he loved God. Elijah raptured by chariots of fire because he was walking in such a close resemblance of God. Enoch had such an image of God on him that he became dangerous on the earth. Because the Bible says when we behold the glory like a mirror, that we will be changed into that same image. So when I behold the Lord, I am changed into that same image. Every time Enoch looked into the eyes of God, he was changed into that same image. The more he walked, with every step he took, his image and his function was shifting to becoming more like God. Which means that when people looked at him, when you look at the glory and you're not holy, you will die. 
So you became dangerous until the Lord said, I need to take you out of here because you're becoming dangerous and a threat on this earth. Are you guys with me? So say with it, peace with God. So meditation, number one, meditation will align you to have an encounter with God. We see it happened with Enoch. Could put on Genesis 18 verse 1 for me. We see here that Abraham was sitting at the tent door. But when Abraham was sitting at the tent door, according to the practice of the patriarchs, same as your Jewish rabbis, as I explained, they had a posture of meditation. We saw how Isaac went out into the field to meditate. Are you guys with me? I'm giving you a key. That keys that can help your life. And what are we doing? We're taking on full face. People going into new ageism and this and that. And uh, they're doing it all for themselves and they're seeing that they are God and they're doing all this nonsense. No, no, no. There's a biblical way. The lost art of meditation. And Christians have lost this. And they live busy lives without peace. It is the place, meditation is the place where we meet God. Are you guys with me? It is the place where we meet God. So Genesis 18 verse 1 says, Then the Lord appeared to him by the terebinth tree of Mamre, as he was sitting in the tent door, in the heat of the day. He was sitting in a posture of meditation, and God arrived. Now listen to this in the verse 2. Read with me. Say, so he lifted his eyes. So he opened his spiritual eyes. Are you guys seeing it? And looked and behold, three men were standing by him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet and bowed himself to the ground and said, my Lord, say with him, my Lord. There's three in front of him, but he says, my Lord. He doesn't say my Lord. He has the, as many scholars would say, he has the Trinity standing in front of him. God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Ghost. Some said it was two angels. Are you guys with me? Doesn't matter. His language spoke as if he recognized just the one. Mm. Whether it was the Trinity and he saw, knew that the Trinity was one, or whether there was two angels, he could still discern, this one is God that I'm addressing to as my Lord. If I now found favor in your sight, do not pass on by your servant. But now listen to this. Go Genesis 19 verse 1. So Abraham... When he saw the three men, first of all, he was posturing, meditating. And then he lifted his eyes. Why do I say he was meditating? For you to lift your eyes, you have to lift your eyes like this. Do you guys see? I have to lift my eyes. Meaning he was in according to what we can, what we can gather from the scripture and with the scholars as they have taught on this and the behaviors, the practices of the patriarchs, as it is also with the Jewish rabbis. They're always in a posture of meditation. Some of them walked so close with God. Abram was a friend of God. So he was just sitting where he was reciting the word, the law at that time, uh, whatever it might be. And even at that time, they didn't really fully have the law until Abram gave it. So they just had the word in them to a degree. You, you, you understand? So uh, they were just um, 
they were just, uh, and that ties, it was also, those days was also spoken by stories. So, and then he lifted his eyes in a spiritual manner and he saw God with three people walking, two angels, the Lord, or the Trinity. As they were walking, he said, my Lord. Now listen to this, Genesis 19 verse 1. Now the two angels, so who the two angels? So by this we can, the scholars are still a bit tight on it. They believe it was the Trinity that came to Abraham, but by this scripture we can say it was two angels that walked next to God that came to uh, Abraham. But now the Lord doesn't come with. It's now the angels came to Sodom in the evening. And Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. When Lot saw them, he rose to meet them and he bowed himself with a face towards the ground. And he said, Here now, my lords. Say, lords. So Abraham says with one, my lord. He doesn't even address the other two that's there. A lot has to say, my lords. Because he was not able to discern God. God didn't come to him there, which tells you he might not have been in a meditative state. Are you guys with me? He came to be saved, but God is like, I'm just visiting Abraham because shall I do anything and hide it from Abraham? That's what the scripture says. Are you guys with me? So meditation, listen, we see that with Abraham, he had the ability for his discernment to be so sharpened that he could see God was in the midst of the angels of the Trinity and he said, my Lord. So meditation sharpens your spiritual perception. The word meditation, as you know from last week, it means Hagar. Say with me, Hagar. I gave you three meanings, imagination, mutter, or imagination and uh, 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 to, to ponder and then mutter, and then roar. But there's a fourth meaning. It means to plot something. Are you guys with me? Meaning you can take a scripture that comes to you, and now you take that scripture and you begin to plot on that scripture. The enemy plots on how they will attack their people. God needs His people to plot on how to deal with the enemy or how to deal with the promises of God that comes through meditation of the scripture. Meaning I take scripture interpreting scripture. I don't know if you guys are with me. I get a scripture when it comes to money. I'm battling with money or my circumstances is not right, right with financially. I get a scripture and it says there will be, I'll take the wealth of the unrighteous and give it to the, uh, to the righteous. So I get that and I begin to plot. How do I plot? I need another scripture that can interpret this one. Okay, um, how am I going to, God is going to give me wealth. How am I going to do this? I go to, I go to, uh, I go to Matthew chapter number six. Give and it shall be given to you. Press down, shaken together, running. Okay, so I have that. But I need another one uh, to see of what God is going to give to me. Then I go to, uh, then I go to, uh, then I go to a scripture that says, that he, that he owns all the silver and the gold and the cattle on a thousand hills. Then I go to Genesis 26 verse 3 and I see that Isaac sowed a seed. So I realize, okay, given it shall be given back to you. Sow a seed in the first year and you'll get it back. Now I begin to plot the scriptures. That the moment I walk out of my time of meditation, a strategy has been put together. It begins to be life. Now what happens? I mutter what I've plotted. I begin to roar what I've plotted. This is spiritual realities that has the ability to change. 
your outcome, your life. Listen here, this physical life is dominated by what we call the spiritual. Are you guys with me? First the spiritual, then the natural. Have your seats. So it is plotting. Plotting means to kill someone. It is a dangerous strategy. So you're busy plotting for your business, plotting for your marriage, plotting for your finances, plotting for your future, plotting for a certain business contract, plotting for a promise that God has given you. Genesis 1 verse 2, just put that up. Genesis 1 verse 2. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering. Say with me, darkness was on the face of the deep. I wrote a post yesterday and I said that prophets has to go into obfuscation. So many times you'll see a prophet, I'm, a, I'm, I'm pastoral in my function as well, but you'll see the prophet in me would maybe disappear for long and it would feel like maybe I'm just a pastor or so. If I wasn't a pastor, I would have to disappear completely. Um, or I go into seasons of a wilderness or seasons of loneliness. It is something that God forces upon a prophet for his eyes to remain pure. It's obfuscation. It means to be retreated into the obscure, into a place of darkness where you can be revigorated again for the next season of your life or the next thing that God is wanting to do. I'm speaking purely for prophets. I don't want all our church members to go into obfuscation (laughs) next week. (laughs) But there's times when God would want you to withdraw for a time of prayer from family or from the busyness of the day, from certain things. Maybe you feel for three days you just need to go and pray and seek the Lord. We have so much rebellion in the church. I'm speaking as a church in a hall. People will take this word that I've said now to say, oh no, you know, that's not to start my own ministry or that's to leave the church. I'm going to go in a time of, the Lord said to me, I must leave the church. God is not confused. I thought God told you to come to the church. So first of all, hear God's, understand God's voice before you turn, because otherwise it's going to be witchcraft because you're going to listen to another voice because the voice of God has to be weighed up, measured up. According to what? The Word of God. A body of elders that can protect. A council, a wise council, a group of wise counselors that can protect. It has to be lined up with the peace of God. And if you have a partner that has to line up with your partner, all those things has to line up. According to Scripture, to know did God speak when it comes to a major move. People are not blessed because they are vagabonds. They just up and go, up and go, up and go. And God cannot bless them because they cannot be rooted. It is the tree that is rooted that is blessed. Are you guys with me? It is the tree that we're going to be a bit late so you can just tell them. It is the tree that is rooted that is blessed. So the Holy Spirit hovered over the waters. I might carry on a little bit tonight uh, and then get into the other things if I don't finish. But the Holy Spirit hovered, which means he was a uh, hovered means that 
It's a, the word rakaf, to hover. It is to flutter in constant imagination for a positive outcome. So the Holy Spirit was on the waters, fluttering in constant imagination, meditating for a positive outcome. So you cannot do meditation without the Holy Ghost. Are you guys with me? You cannot sit and go, Om. Okay. If you want some sound, at least put a scripture in there or something. And make sure it's the Holy Spirit. And remove Buddha statues or whatever, okay? So, 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 so. Why did I mention the scriptures of prosperity when I said given it shall be given back? Da, da, da. Because meditation will bring prosperity to you. Are you guys with me? We saw it with the camels, but let's look Joshua 1 verse 8. Joshua 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. Day and night you shall meditate. That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then, so you must meditate, number one, then you must observe it, and then you must do it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Success does not come without prosperity. Success in ministry does not come without prosperity. Somebody once said to me, you cannot do anything with, in ministry without money. You can with the anointing, it's gonna take long. But imagine we had a hundred million. We could build a building now. So you're limited by the amount of finances. Your destiny is limited by your amount of finances. Your success is limited by your amount of finances. Your influence, your significance is limited by your amount of finances. So never say it is God's will for me not to be like that person. Never say maybe God hasn't intended, no. God looks at the image you present in the secret place. The Bible says, as the Father sees in secret, He reveals openly. So He looks to see how you see yourself in the secret place. Do you see yourself as a successful entrepreneur? Do you see yourself, I will have this business within a year with so much money. I will have property here. This will happen. God sees that you have that identity in the secret place. And He begins to shout it from the rooftops. And He brings it into manifestation on the outside. I don't know if you guys are hearing what I'm saying. He looks to see what is on your inside. How do you value? How do you think yourself? What words do you say inside of you? And He makes it manifest on the outside. Listen, listen, listen. The lady with the issue of blood said this. The Bible says she prayed and said within herself, If I touch the hem of His garment, I will be made well. God didn't have to answer that prayer. She answered that prayer. She said within herself. And then she walked and she touched the hem. Have your seats. I hope this brings deliverance. I hope this brings deliverance. So first prosperity, then success. You need money. I'm going to say it again. You need money. Why? To do what you need to do for God. Number two, you need money to bless others. 
give to the poor, to advance the kingdom. You need money. I saw these people messaging me. So, I'm going to have to carry on tonight because this is a very good word and I don't want to jump it by. Meditation, well, let me just finish with the prosperity, but will bring you prosperity. You see, Eastern meditation says, keep your mind quiet and empty your mind. Christian meditation says, you speak it, understand that everything in this kingdom is faith and voice activated. How do I receive salvation? I believe in my heart and I speak with my mouth. So this faith and voice, this is how meditation works in this kingdom. Are you guys with me? Now there is a place for stillness, which we call contemplative meditation. Remember I said to you, meditation is two sides. It's the confession, but then there's the contemplation. The contemplation is where you do your imagination, Imagining, I want to say visualizing, but people have messed up that word so much because now they continually think a new age. No, it is actually in the Bible. Uh, but let me say imagining, where you sit and you imagine and you see the promises of God for your life. You see what the scripture that you have plotted, you, you look at it, you see it, that'll be in a place of stillness. How do I meditate? I'll share that tonight, not this morning. And I'll give you a practical thing of what I do. But it is not emptying your thoughts. Are you guys with me? And we see that also the camels that came. Go with me to Hebrews 13 verse 5 to 6. Hebrews 13 verse 5 to 6. I'll close now. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For He Himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Listen to this. So that we may boldly say, stop there. The Bible says that God has spoken. And when we hear Him speak, we can boldly speak. So how do I get the boldness to stand upon here and speak under anointing? Because I heard Him in my ears, speak. When this word came to me, I was in my secret place. Are you guys with me? Mm, so that when I hear Him speak, it will give me the boldness to speak. This is the meditation, the art of confession. Mm, you first hear God speak. Then you get that scripture and you begin to mutter it, but it must be God speaking to you because even if you get the scripture out of the word, it must be rhema, not letter. Not just graphe, it must be rhema. For faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Faith comes by rhema. And rhema, what is rhema? What I'm preaching to you now is rhema. Are you guys with me? Let's stand to your feet. Let's stand to our feet. We'll be here tonight with the anointing service as well. We'll finish off the message. And uh, did you hear that? Yeah. And we'll finish off the message. And, uh, and we're going to go deep and so on. So raise your hands to the Lord. Mm. 
Zekasko de Namambrus, Kedelides, Kataya, Delendis, Katain, Delis, Kataya, Lasha Bruscandias, Kataya, Mambios, Katekele Brodonos, Katakaya, Membros, Kadelebredos, Katekeda Labaya. Father, I pray right now for each one that is here under the sound of my voice. Let the blessing of the art of meditation rest upon their lives. I pray for a transference of the Holy Ghost and this revelation right now to be upon them. I pray for the anointing to increase. I pray for the gifts to increase. I pray that you'll draw them to the secret place. I pray that you'll draw them to the even tide, as the scripture says, to the place where their eyes can be lifted, to the place where they can be alone with you, drawing near the Goshen place. I pray for the anointing to rest upon them, that they will grow in this ability to know your word and get into your word. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, give a praise offering, church.